And coming up on this episode of the Marty Mariner Show, well, everyone knows how much of a fan I am of the fact that we now have a women's team here at the Central Coast Mariners. How good is that? And as good as that is, it's even better to have one of them joining us for a bit of a chat, bit of a chinwag, bit of a conversation here on the show today. Rola Badawia joins us to uh, tell us how she first began playing the game of soccer. Um, we uh, we ask her about the uh, collegiate system in America, the the journey that she uh, she went through for there. Ended up in Italy playing in the Serie B uh, for uh, AS Roma. Uh, certainly an experience there. And how she ended up coming to Australia. And, of course, we could touch a little bit on the Sky Blues where she played just a handful of games, but how she ended up at the mighty Central Coast Mariners playing under the palm trees and underneath the sauce bottles. For those of us joining uh, us here on uh, YouTube, it is great to see you. For those who are joining us through our podcast platforms, through Spotify and through TuneIn, um, whatever your favourite podcast platform is, it is great to be in your ears. Welcome aboard. It's going to be a great little chat. I think you'll really, really enjoy this one. Let's not keep the great lady waiting any longer. It's the Marty Mariner Show. Welcome back to the Marty Mariner Show. And as I said in the introduction, how great is it to have a women's team under the banner of the Central Coast Mariners? And what's even greater is that we've actually got one of them with us in the show tonight. Roller Battle, how are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I am doing fantastically well. Uh, Got to ask you first up, what, what is your first footballing memory? <sighs> First, oh my God, I've been playing for a while. So, oh, okay. So I'd say my first footballing memory is like getting into it. Um, so I guess how I started playing was um, I was seven years old and I was at the park with like family friends and um, people just started kicking the ball around. I was like, oh, that looks fun. Like, let me go join them. <laughs> Why not? So, yeah. So I kind of just went over started kicking the ball and like I was like wow this is really fun I'm actually having a good time sure. and I actually ended up being quite good at it and they're like oh to like um I was with my family friend at the time and I went to go get picked up by my family and um you know one of the parents was like talking to my dad was like hey like you know that like role is actually really good at soccer <laughs> and oh, he's like what because my dad also played growing up as well and like okay. Yeah, so like he just didn't really think of it or anything. Um, so yeah, when they said that, my dad was so excited. He's like, "Oh my god, that that means the world to me!" Like I would love to teach her how to play and all this stuff. So yeah. I guess that's my first memory. Yeah, seven years old at the park with a family friend, and then kicking a ball around. Actually, was good at it, so started to play. <laughs> to play all from there, and, and tell me, in that first kick around, did you naturally gravitate to the front and score goals? Was that was that your thing? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, actually, I was like more of like, I think we were just passing at the time. I was more of like wanted to do so many skills. <laughs> I loved like doing skills with the ball and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, um, so was the first time you actually played with other teams, was that through university or did you start playing a bit before that? Um, no, so I played um, in America. It's different than here, but basically it was like a rec league kind of deal. Okay. And so played that and then got scouted by a club and then went and played for a club for a couple years. Yeah. And then from there, just kind of moved clubs. And then after once I um, graduated high school, I went to um, a Division One soccer program in America. Right. At Cal State Long Beach, and yeah, played there for two years, and then transferred over to Cal Baptist University. Played there for two years, and yeah, it was it's so much fun. I always recommend anyone who's like on the fence about it, like, oh, should I go? Like, I know America is a lot of things, but it is really, 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 really fun to be on a team in college and play, and you meet like the best people going there, and have so much fun playing at a really, really good high level. And it's just amazing. Absolutely. Because we see a lot of, you know, the whole collegiate system, you know, with all the different sports. And it's, you know, especially like with the, well, gridiron, American football kind of thing, the crowds that are packed there, it really looks like sport is just as big in the college areas as it is in the in the bigger league. Oh, yeah. Get some crazy crowds, actually. And, like, you would never think that. But it's actually, it's honestly so much fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. So how did you end up and what was it you were studying? Was it communication? Did I read that you were studying? Yeah, so I studied communication studies. So basically, uh, love to talk. So <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's a degree about talking. So the, the midfielders can't have any excuses when you're trying to tell them when you want the ball because you're going to make right? it clear for them, right? <laughs> yes, my communication skills are on point. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I have a degree the, to prove it. <laughs> it's never the striker's fault. We can absolutely say that. So so how did you end up going from there? Because you ended up at uh, AS Roma in the Serie B in uh, in Italy. That's a, a, a jump. How did that all end up? Yeah, so um, uh, after college, I, I, like, I still wanted to play and um, have lots of aspirations. So, um, yeah, I was really excited when I set my highlight tape out. I literally was just sending it to anything and anyone that had a computer, basically. Oh. Um, and, yeah, and then one just got traction and um, they ended up calling me. It was like, yeah, like, uh, actually, I got on, like, on a Zoom call with them and none of them spoke English. So it was, like, <laughs> me with, like, three other men who don't speak English and then, like, ended up finding like one of the I think he was like the physio he spoke a little bit of English so it was kind of like I was talking through him so yeah but I ended up playing there and it was really 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 fun and honestly an insane experience um but yeah so after that I went back home after six months because COVID happened and like they were kind of just like kept closing the leagues like it was start on like starting on and then off and then on and off and I was kind of like okay I'm really homesick I'd rather just not deal with this so I went home for about four months no two months three months and then I ended up um going to Sydney Uni in Australia absolutely that's what I was going to say because not many people would know the story ending up in Sydney um (laughs) How it all came about traveling to the other side of the world because that was was that still COVID time or had that just about finished by then? 
it was like just about finishing because yeah. I remember I was trying to get into the country for like years, <laughs> like two, three years. And it was like, they were like, nope, no one's allowed in. No one's allowed yeah. out. And then finally, when the border started opening, that's when, you know, I got in, into contact with Sydney Uni and, and M and yeah. And then sent my highlight tape and like, yeah, we would love to have you. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it sounds like you should have studied uh, videography with this, this, this tape has done you wonders to, uh, <laughs> to get you into these different tapes. Was it actually weird yeah. making a tape of yourself? Were you looking at it going, oh, my God, I can't show that? Or were there kind of a blooper reel as well? No, definitely wasn't a blooper. I was like, this has to be really, really good. Honestly, yeah. I was just like, just put all the goals you've ever scored and, nice. you know, just put it in there together. And I'm sure it'll be good after that. Everyone loves to see goals. Absolutely. And we've seen a couple of crackers. And I know the uh, the club have put up on this side as well. And uh, yeah. You'd love to put a few more of those away as well. Um, catching up, and, and a number of the the squad um, met up with M at uh, through uni. What was it that um, when you first started working with Emily that you really liked? What was it as a coach that she really got out of you? Oh man, honestly, M is she is that coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's such a wonderful. First of all, she's a wonderful person, let alone coach. You know, she really gets the best out of all of her players. Like, I do believe, um, you know, a lot of coaches just think, you know, they have to, you know, tell them this is how you have to do it. This is what we're going to do and all that kind of stuff. But M reaches out to you, like, as a person first and then a player, which I think the emotional connection that she gets out of her players is worth more than anything that another coach could offer, you know? So yeah. it's, it's a different feeling when you know, your coach backs you, you know, your coach has so much confidence in you and um, you know, you, you just want to do so well for that coach because they believe in you and, you know, they, they just give you a type of confidence that, you know, you don't really get often <laughs> from other coaches. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and it's, it's amazing too, because a number of the different, yeah, you know, different players in the team have said exactly the same thing. And, you know, yeah. in talking to, you know, Mark Jackson, you know, the men's coach just the other day, and we were talking more about that these days the game seems to be built around man management and you guys going out and expressing yourselves on the field rather than yeah. obviously there's tactics and there's formations. But it's more a game now of go out there and show us what you've got, have some freedom and play the game, right? Exactly. 100%. Yeah, and that must be good, especially if you're a striker playing up front because, you know, you've always always want to be able to have that freedom and, and be where you are. Have you always played up front? Has that always been your thing? Um, I actually uh, used to play outside mid for a really, really long time. Um, but I think, like, from when I was seven to about, like, 15, 16, right. I played, yeah, for, like, uh, outside mid because I'm um, – I was really good at like tracking back and like I have like longer legs. So my, my, it looks like I'm not going as fast, but I actually am covering a lot of ground. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, but um, I ended up growing really, really quickly for like what was happening. My body was like, not like aware of what was going on because I was, I was quite short for like a long time. And then 15, 16 hit and I just started to shoot up. Yeah. And um, one of my coaches, um, so I had I had really bad pains in my knees, like because of the I was running so much sure. back and forth going up and down the field. And then as I was growing, so like it was like really painful on my knees. And one of my coaches, um, she was like, you know what, let's put you up top so you don't have to run as much and we can just get you the ball and you can go score. And I was like, mm -hmm. OK, sounds good to me. <laughs> and 
yeah, so I started playing there and literally ever since then never looked back. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And now, I mean, probably now the, the darkest part of the interview because we have to talk about Sydney FC, which we, we just have to cover it, right? Yeah. Um, but what an experience doing the double with the, the squad there too. But the, the differences that you found, obviously going from playing for the uni to go up to Sydney FC, what was the first lot of differences that you found like moving up to that kind of level? Yeah, honestly, like it was it was definitely like I had a really good experience. Like I thought, you know, even though I didn't get as much time as I wanted, I thought, um, you know, I'm training with really good players. Um, I'm at this level where, you know, the game is so much faster, which I loved. Like every training session was really intense, mm. really um, fast pace. And I really loved that. So even though I wasn't getting the time, like the time that I wanted, I still was growing as a player. And also like, even when you're not on the field, you learn, a, you learn a lot about yourself. And, you know, so it was like lots of um, self-talk and self-reflection and, you know, had to keep my confidence up because, yep. you know, when you're not playing for that long, your confidence definitely goes down. You're like, oh, like, why am I not playing? Should I be doing this better or this better oh. or whatever the sure. situation is? But, you know, sometimes it's just not, it doesn't, it doesn't matter like about you. It's kind of like what works in that team in that formation in that time, you know? So I was just kind of thinking like that kind of mentality. And, um, but yeah, I still had a good time. Girls were amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm just super excited to be, um, at central coast with M and the girls. Like it's definitely night and day. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, uh, no one is happier than the uh, supporters. Let me give you the hot tip about that one, but getting the experience <laughs> and you mentioned about the Australian game. I mean, we've just come off the back of the world cup, which was absolutely brilliant. Um, so many people watching the game, probably it opened up a lot of doors for su supporters to go, wow, how good is this? The, the, yeah. the difference in the game that you found from predominantly playing in America and through Italy to Australia, are there fundamental differences between the game that you've noticed? Is it a lot more physical, faster? Okay, so I would say America is more um, like physical and athleticism, like not necessarily great soccer. It's just like they're really good athletes. Sure. I would say Italy, it was more of like very like a technical, you know, love to pass the ball around, do a lot of techers, like all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I would say Australia is a bit of like all of it. It's like obviously depends on the team you play on, but like definitely want to start from the back, play out, yeah. um, like to do little passes. Um, there are really, really – I feel like Australia has a lot more fast girls than like <laughs> – everywhere else i don't know what it is 100%. um but yeah so i think those are the differences that i've noticed in all three countries <laughs> absolutely and was it coming from and, and we just mentioned about obviously coming to the the greatest club in the in the world the central coast mariners was it M that gave you the call and said hey i've got a gig what are you doing next year how, how did it all roll that you ended up at the mariners um yeah so like uh when as soon as she got the job i was like honestly so happy for her and i immediately text her because like i said she is just an amazing person before she is a coach and like i knew when working with her at sydney uni um she wanted to be an a-league coach and that was her aspiration so i was so 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 happy for her sure. so like immediately reached out was saying congratulations but like didn't say anything about like wanting to come or any of that um and also i i was just like just I think I just signed with Sydney FC as well like it was kind of just like really fresh oh. um yeah and then 
uh, after the season finished, I knew that I wanted to leave. And so I just reached out to her. I was like, Hey, like, do you want to grab some coffee? And she's like, yeah, of course. So we went, grabbed some coffee and talked about it. And it was like, yeah, definitely would want you. I was like, Oh, amazing. Thank goodness. (laughs) Great decision. Great decision. And, and yeah. And was it the part too that because I mean it must help with team harmony and the way we play with the the girls that have come through from that same team they already know and that really must have helped build this squad right because it gives us a nucleus of girls that already know each other in in what would be a challenge bringing a brand new club brand new team into a competition. Yeah, it is tough, especially like at this league. Like it's not like you just you know put a team together and you just hop in and you're going to do fine. Like this sure. league is very competitive. It's really good. Um, so the fact that we did have a couple of uh, Sydney Uni girls that we did play with each other when we had our winning season definitely yeah. was like really, really helpful. Um, and then sprinkling in like a bunch of other talented players into the squad. Yeah. And yeah, I think we have a really, really good squad. Like I think we'll surprise a lot of people this year. No, absolutely. And even some of the, the, the youngsters that we have, I mean, it must be, I mean, you're by no means a, a, a veteran around the place, but to have these young girls that are coming in are just so keen to get this opportunity at training game day it must get a real buzz for people like yourself just to feel it in that team right yeah and honestly seeing the young ones it's it's so amazing because they're so grateful like they are just like we are so 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 happy to be here like you have people traveling from so so far away but they love it like you know they everyone everyone gets along really well which is like really really happy about because you know team chemistry is like a huge thing so um the fact that we all get along and and you know everyone loves to be there and and seeing the young ones get so excited and you know like it's just it's just amazing to see absolutely and we've seen the the photos on the social you guys have had a few bonding sessions away from everybody else just to get to know that that in this day and age i mean it's probably always been the case but to get to know your teammates just on that different level, right, to go out there every single weekend and play and train and do all that sort of stuff. It must have been really special to get those time away, right? Oh, 100%. And, like, I honestly don't hear of any clubs doing what we're doing and even, like, the clubs helping us pay for this stuff and going away with each other and getting to know each other and doing all these things. Like, I've not heard one club do that. And also, like, we have other girls who've been on multiple clubs and they're like, no one has ever done this for us. Absolutely. Yeah, I know a few of them have said, uh, what's all this about? And it's just, man, I mean, that's the Central Coast in a nutshell. Uh, the, you would have learned a lot about the community already, but um, just, yeah. just just how it all rolls. Three quick questions for you to talk about bonding and going away. You can probably answer these really quickly. Who's your funniest teammate? Funniest teammate, I would say, I would say Faye. Faye is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, good one to have at a party. Who's uh, who's the uh, who's the party pooper? Who's the first one to bed? First one to bed. Oh, we just actually went away and people were trying to go to sleep. I was like, "What are you doing? We're not doing that." Uh, who was it? Oh, it was like it was T and Chloe. I couldn't believe right. it. I was like, "Wake up! We're not yeah. doing this." No, you need need to get that sorted in a real hurry. And uh, so, so who are the party animals, or have you just dogged yourself in? Who's the last to bed? Oh, party animals. I would say that's a tough one. I honestly like everyone was was up for it. Like it was so much fun. <laughs> well, uh, like yeah. we'll, we'll get the rest of those stories in uh, in an episode later in the season, maybe when the coach yeah. doesn't really care too much about what the answers might be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, 
just as just as a striker too, um, you know, are you one of those strikers you just really want to get that first goal to get your season going? Is it, well, as long as the team's performing well, I'm okay, but are you just burning? I just want to put the ball in the back of the net just to get myself back in this season? Oh, 100%. I mean, if any striker is saying that they don't want to score, Absolutely. they should probably not be playing. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, yeah, but like um, I think what I've noticed in my game is I am a late bloomer in a sense where I do first look for the assists and I look for everyone else getting involved and I and I do end up doing that. But once I hit that ball in the back of the net, they won't they will not stop, let me tell you. <laughs> and and no one will be cheering louder than me. I've just got your pin for first goal scorer in every single game that we're playing so far. I know <laughs> it'll happen. It'll happen. Trust me, it'll happen. I expect a big Marty Mariner shout out when it does too. The the first game against <laughs> the um Jets, you finally get to play. I know you played against Wellington. Uh, the family fun day, which was great. Such a, a decent crowd there for the for the trial yeah. against Wellington. What, was it actually good to get out there? Because you would have seen the the um, the field. You probably trained a bit with the palm trees and the sauce bottles, all these things that the the ground is known for. Was it actually a little bit bizarre actually playing out there as well? Hundred percent. Like every time I go out there, and we even if it's training, if it's game or whatever it is, I literally am like how is this our home field? Like, this is insane. Like, this is genuinely the most beautiful pitch I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the atmosphere was amazing. Like, having 5,000 fans there was, like, absolutely bizarre. Like, we, they kept telling us, yeah, we, we think we're going to get 5,000 people. And I'm like, there's just no way. Like, there's no way. What do you mean? And, yeah, they were not lying. We did. <laughs> absolutely. And it was yeah, and it was a fantastic atmosphere there, too. I was fortunate enough to be, as you guys walked out, the, the guard of honour that was there, to see you guys walked out. I felt a real buzz. I mean, and I've been in that stadium when there's been packed, but there was a, a real atmosphere. You guys walking out, you could just sense this was just such a, a big occasion. It seemed to take us a little bit to get into the game. Do you think the occasion kind of overtook us a little bit at the start of that game? A hundred percent. I mean, if you ask around the whole team, everyone yeah. was so nervous. And Absolutely. like, you know, like it was... It was our first game and, you know, we didn't want to disappoint and we wanted to do so much for the fans, for the sponsors, like everything. So I think we put way too much pressure on ourselves. Um, I think if we all just took a deep breath and, you know, just played how we would play, like yeah. it would it would have just been so much better. So that is a bit unfortunate that, you know, that happened. And especially like we had so many fans there and everyone was really excited, but like more nervous, I guess. Yeah, no, we'll all be back. Don't worry about that one. We can that one will slide. That's perfectly fine. And a big shout out too. We're talking to sponsors. Uh, DMC Michael Davy does an absolutely spectacular job in sponsoring this team. So uh, a yeah. massive thank you again to, uh, to to Michael. But look, the game in Adelaide. We we travel away. We get a win. You're about three and a half inches away from scoring yourself. We're all out of our seats here on the Central Coast. But <laughs> it felt so good. What an occasion to get three points maybe off the back of what was probably a disappointment for everyone for yourselves yep. in the first week, but to get those three points and go, yep, we're on the board. 100%. Like, everyone wanted it so bad. We were so mad at ourselves of how we played against Newcastle because that really wasn't us. Like, it's I know it's so easy to say, but, like, genuinely, like, we've been playing trial matches and playing yeah. in training, and we're, like, so much better than that. That's why it was so frustrating. Um, but yeah, so I think like going away, like everyone was pumped and everyone wanted to win so bad and we were going to do anything and everything to win. Absolutely. And, and and just some of the football played, even as we were watching, we were going, yes, this is what we have seen in preseason. And maybe it was just the pressure of not being at the home ground, being away from everyone else, even though there was some fantastic traveling support there as well. But to yeah. uh, be away from your home ground probably took the pressure off, right? Yeah, no, definitely. I think... 
knowing that, you know, we had nothing to lose and they had everything to lose was more like, all right, let's just go out in there and just do what we do and play how we train and, you know, just win. Getting, getting into it. Um, the next game, got a few weeks until the, the next game. What, what what do you do in the meantime? As Emily sort of said, chill out for a week and I'll catch you next week. How, how's it all going for everyone? Oh, that's hilarious. No, <laughs> it's it's running. Know, it's gym. <laughs> we're doing it all. <laughs> and we're back there. to preseason, basically. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it pretty much has. And it's a, a double header, of course, at Industry Group Stadium. What, what does it mean just player-wise, just, you know, you're playing and then the men are playing later? That really must help that whole club feel like we're all in this together kind of thing yeah honestly and um it definitely does feel like a family and it's really nice to see like the men supporting us and us supporting them like even when we played in Adelaide like they came out like I even saw when I was on the field and I like looked over and the, all the men's team was just standing yeah. there you know cheering us on so that was really nice cool. and then we like stayed after for their game and you know supported their game and so it's really nice to see Absolutely. everyone coming together and was there any bragging rights afterwards? You sort of mentioned, you know, uh, we'll take the three points back, boys. You just get on the plane. Was there any kind of, <laughs> was there any backhanders going on there? No, 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 no. We're all, we're all adults. We're all nice. <laughs> of course. Okay. And we'll take that with a pinch of salt as well, I'm sure. Roller, thanks so much for uh, for jumping on and having a chat with us. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're an absolute legend. Um, oh, can't wait to see you get out there. Can't wait to see this first goal go in because you know we'll be we'll be or you'll hear me cheering. That's absolutely <laughs> um, best of luck for the season, mate. We'll definitely get you back on later in the season, and uh, we'll see how we're traveling then. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Had so much fun. No worries. We'll catch up with you soon. All right. See ya. Thanks, Rolla. And that is the end of our show today. A massive thank you to Roller Badawia for taking time out to join us here on the show to have a bit of a chat about her history to this point. And I have a very strong feeling that there is plenty more to be written in the history books of Roller Badawia, which a lot will uh, involve the Central Coast Mariners and putting the ball in the back of that net. She is an absolute natural goal scorer. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing her get on the board this season. It will be one of many. Thanks again for uh, tuning in. It's been uh, great to uh, to bring this show to you. Thank you for viewing us through YouTube. Uh, don't forget to uh, like and subscribe to the channel. And also now we're on podcast platforms, Spotify, uh, tune in, a number of others coming very, very soon. But whatever your favourite podcast uh, uh, suppliers are, uh, it's uh, great to, uh, to be in your ears, as we should say. Maybe. I don't know. Is that a thing? We'll make it a thing. Really enjoy bringing this show to you. More player interviews coming to you very, very shortly. Hope you enjoy it. We'll catch up with you soon. It's been the Marty Mariner Show.